You're listening to the Client Catching Podcast, the show that uncovers how high-performing service-based business leaders are successfully navigating the ocean of complexity around growing their business. Now, as anyone with the talent and guts to start a business knows, it takes a lot more to grow one than just being great at what you do, and you can't do it alone. So this podcast will show you how other captains of their own ship, just like you, have found the right strategy to catch more clients, simplified everything, and transform their business. So if you're ready to do the same, then jump aboard and join me, Adam King, host and the captain at Think Like a Fish, and let's go fishing. Hello, welcome to the Client Catching Podcast. Now, as I realized that the uh, the scheduled date for this episode was going to be Christmas Eve, I actually thought, well, why don't I do something that's a little bit out of character and make it a bit of a festive version? Now, why do I say out of character? Well, depending if you're if you're listening to the audio version, you won't be able to see this. But um, if you're watching the video, you will be able to see that um, I have my uh, my Christmas jumper on today. Um, you'll also, if you are a listener to the show, you may well realize that I am also a little bit of a Star Wars nerd. So my um, yeah, my, my Christmas jumper has Darth Vader on it and it says bar humbug and, and uh, all the rest of it. But um, I guess I have been in the past accused of being a bit of a Grinch. And um, I don't know. I think it's more to do with um, previously sort of getting up, you know, just having to deal with Christmas starting in uh, in August sometimes and, and, and all the rest of it. But um, I guess now that I've got um, two kids under, uh, under the age of five, I'm starting to see that... Uh, Christmas is far more than just the um, the commercialism and the consumerism that goes around with it and all the rest of it. And I'm, I guess I'm softening a little bit in my uh, in my old age potentially. But I guess also there is there is I get a bit of a message in 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 the uh, in the humbug, humbug um, thing and and all the rest of it because obviously this is being recorded in 2020 and depending on where you are living, I mean we for example, um, live in uh, just outside London. So we have been hit by the tier four restrictions. So all our plans for Christmas and all the rest of it, not that I have a particular, we don't have a particular big family, but all we were doing was planning on going to see my uh, my my brother and uh, nephews and and having a um, christmas eve there and then we were going to share um just christmas day at home but obviously now we're not doing the the christmas eve thing but you know we'll we'll make, probably do a a zoom call and see the kids anyway and have the kids sort of play together but um it was always going to be a uh, yeah a a small affair but there are many many people out there that have obviously had all of their plans scuppered all of their I guess their 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 expectations after a really challenging year for a lot of people, and there is an awful lot of anxiety and, and anger and, and all sorts of things going on at the moment, and and that's just from a personal perspective. I'm not even talking from from a sort of business side of things, but I guess I just wanted to first of all wish everybody out there that listens to the show a um, a very merry Christmas, and I sincerely mean that. I don't. I, I am not going the humbug route or anything. I I think that whatever you're doing, whatever's happened over the past twelve months, however the restrictions have impacted your plans for Christmas, enjoy it in whatever way you can. It might be easier said than done because you might be in a situation where you're you're on your own and you can't see friends and family and all the rest of it. But try and make the most of it. Try and take this time to reset a little bit, take a breath and enjoy it because 
there are times that we will always look back on and, and maybe this is part of my how my my humbug thing is 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 sort of coming back i'm remembering a lot of my childhood and i used to love christmas and i'm seeing that in my in my daughters and getting excited and and these are the sort of things that you you don't get back and maybe if you've got grandchildren or or anything like that and and you're not going to be able to see them in person that's going to be tough Again, try and use some of the technology that's around and, and do it. I know it's not the same, but it's all about appreciating what we have. And I think there's a few things. I just want, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm kind of waxing on lyrical here. I'm, I'm not going on any, uh, any preconceived ideas. I'm, I'm sort of, I guess this isn't a, a, a stream of consciousness more than anything, but the year's been tough. It's not been easy. Um, I think certainly from my perspective, thinking about it from, um, business, it's, it's been a time to make sure that the that I keep perspective. It's to see how things are operating in terms of a bigger picture. And I think that's something that we don't always take the time to do. And sometimes that big picture requires a complete redrawing. Sometimes it requires a little bit of an adjustment. Maybe you need to erase a little bit and, and all the rest of it. And, and I'm kind of talking metaphorically here about looking at the strategy, getting perspective in terms of, okay, this situation has happened. It's impacted my big business in this way, but are the fundamentals of the business still sound? And if they are, how can we build on those? And if Sometimes I, th- I think that over the last few, you know, obviously the last 12 months, some people have been exposed that their foundations are not solid. And so therefore that has been, that is the thing that has need to be looked at. What are the foundations? Is the strategy in place? Are you targeting the right market? Are you, are you talking to your ideal clients in the, in the right way? All that kind of thing. And it's kind of getting that perspective and then looking at what has worked um, over the last 12 months and, and what can you do more of? What can you optimize? What hasn't worked? Have you, you know, is it, are there things that you still need to work on in terms of adjusting the way that you, you deliver to clients? Is, is there ways that you need to adjust how you um, market and sell to clients and, and price and all that kind of thing? It's sort of going back and getting that perspective there. And I think for me, it's been a, a reminder that change is always going to be there. It's inevitable. I think the, the, the quote is that the only constant in life is change. That's the only thing. And I think that this is... This situation in this year has hit a lot of people in terms of actually having to remind those people, you know, remind you that it's not, we're not, it's not always going to be plain sailing. You're going to hit a storm along the way. There's going to be things, you're going to need to adjust the sails. You're going to have to bring them in. You're going to have to ride out the storms and and things like that. So it's kind of like the inevitability. And then look, you know, thinking in a way, it's, it's kind of like, well, there are some things as well because of the change that are going to be out of your control. There are things that are completely out of your control. So the only thing that we can do, both as individuals, as people and as business owners, is control what we can control. I mean, if you're, you know, if you, if you own a business in the hospitality sector, then you cannot control the fact that everything has been shut down. But what can you control? You can control how you react to it. There's so many examples of people that have pivoted and, and you know, done things online and, and started teaching people how to cook their meals and done takeaway services and, and, and gone into other different things. And, and there's so many great examples of that. So you can't control that you can't 
open your doors to people necessarily, but you can control some of the things that you can do as a response. And it's the same with your emotions. You know, I spent quite a lot of time at the beginning of this getting frustrated and, and angry and all the rest of it because the shutdown and the lockdown at the beginning of the year meant that we had no childcare. My wife and I are self-employed. We work in the same office and we, we, we operate two separate businesses. And it basically meant that with two children under the age of, uh, under the age of five, we were running two businesses on three hours and that was frustrating. And I, I ended up getting a little bit lost in there and frustrated, but then I realized, well, I can only control what I can control. I have essentially three hours a day to work. What can I do? How can I do it different? How can I do it better? And that thinking has continued into the sort of the latter half of this year. And um, it's going to mean that I am changing things and I am doing things more optimally. And I have made different, I, I've made changes around what I actually offer and how I actually serve clients to do it in a more effective way to get them results, but also allow me to be able to leverage the time that I have. So there's some things coming and changing in the business that, um, yeah, I'm sure I will be talking about. But also um, that has led to some things, and I think I mentioned it on the last episode, that there's going to be some changes around the podcast to reflect some of these changes. It's going to be much more around collaboration. It's going to be around thinking that, and again, that's something that, that, that this year has become apparent. I'm not, I know a lot of people, myself included, we've become isolated there's been a, a you know that that sort of uh, I, I guess the loneliness around it the um the, the missing of being able to talk with other people and, and and things like that and and when you run your own business it can be a lonely place at the best of times and this has obviously I guess amplified it especially if you have very little or have over the the year experienced times where you've you've literally been on your own and, and completely isolated away from your team and all that kind of thing and so it's that whole thing around collaboration and realizing that a rising tide a rising tide lifts all ships and that we cannot do anything all on our own even if we're isolated so it's kind of around the idea that that it's it's a collaborative effort to get everything back now there is going to be no new normal but it's going to require so much more collaboration to get us back to a place once all of this is finished that everybody gets to, um, I guess, benefit and, and, and pick up. And it may be different to the, the world that we left, but we can't do it alone. It's impossible. It's kind of like I, I believe that collaboration is a currency. And that is some of the things that we'll be looking at doing with the show in terms of, I want to hear from people around the actual challenges that you have right now. I want listeners of the show to, to send in some of the challenges they're facing now, because when I'm bringing on some expert, experts, we are going to literally brainstorm these challenges for you on the show. We are going to take some of those things that are going on in your businesses, in actual people's businesses, and spend time literally coming up with ideas and solutions for you in real time. And I guess it's a bit like a, uh, I, I guess it's uh, so the, the thinking behind it is that there is a bit of a mastermind element to it. It's kind of like a hot seat without you physically being put on the hot seat. And it just means that we can help because if you've got a challenge, then I'm sure other people out there are going to have a challenge. So they'll also benefit from hearing the ideas. And I'm toying with an idea, you know, with ideas of not just having a single guest on, but bringing on 
almost like a, a panel of guests um, to discuss um, a, a number of problems and challenges and, and things like that over time. So it's all about collaboration. It's all about how can we help our fellow business owners, our fellow entrepreneurs, our fellow um, solopreneurs, our, you know, people that are out there every day trying to build a great business based on the awesome value that they provide. And that is where I want to move the show to. That's where I'm moving the business to. It's it's how it, it's all about collaboration. It's all about helping each other because, as I say, a rising tide lifts all ships. And I think that it, it can become, and if we, if we all think about it a little bit more, it's kind of like the, when you, when you look at things through a collaborative lens, you start to see that there is no real competition. And it's, it's kind of like the antidote to isolation. And if you, if you approach the world of how can I help rather than what can I take, it's all going to be, you know, a lot different. So. That's my thoughts. That's my train of consciousness. And, and I'm going to try and stop myself before I do go off. But the one thing I want to, I guess, end with is no matter what's happened, um, you could have lost a business, lost loved ones, heard or, you know, there, there's so many awful stories out there, but find one thing to be grateful for. Just one. I mean, my, my story is, um, you know, not, not from this year, but there was a, a, a period um, when my, my eldest daughter was born and she was born with um, needing surgery. She had something called a duodenal atresia, which meant that she had to have surgery on her, on her stomach um, after, uh, on the second day that she was born. And that was tough, you know, becoming a, a father at that time, um, you know, for the first time and all the rest of it. But, um, you know, with all that that goes along with it. But then six weeks later, after we'd got um, my eldest daughter, Molly, home, I found out that my mum had terminal cancer and she'd been struggling with multiple sclerosis the majority of her adult life. And that was devastating because she, she died, I think, two or three weeks later. And I sat with her in, in, in the room that she, you know, we, we, me and my brother brought her home and uh, I sat with her for eight days. I didn't want to leave her and I wanted to make sure that I could do everything I could to, to keep her comfortable. And that was one of the hardest things that I've ever done. My entire identity changed over six weeks. I went from, I went, you know, from being, um, you know, less responsibility because I was married to a father, to having to take my mum through this terrible, terrible passing and there was dark moments after that there was all sorts of things and and there were times where I could not find anything to be grateful for but towards the end I realized actually there was one thing that I was grateful for and that was that I found well obviously I was grateful for my my wife and my my daughter and all the rest of it it was just hard to see in the moment but there was one situation where my mum had lost contact with her best friend and I became, I just became grateful that I was able to find her at the end. It was through, <laughs> you know, I don't know if it's because of my, uh, my abilities with um, online marketing or, or anything like that. But basically, I tried to find her before. Long story short, I'd forgotten that the name that we knew her as as children was not her real name. And then I managed to find her via um, social media and, and, and all the rest of it, contacted her. And she lived up in... Um, 
um, the Lake District. And we managed to sort of get in contact and she, she came down and she got there 10 minutes before my mum died. And I know that my mum knew that she was there and it was the one thing that she wanted to do because she wanted to say goodbye because she was her best friend. And I'm so grateful that I was able to do that. So even in the hardest times, I don't know where I've gone with this. I did not intend on this. Even in the hardest times, there are things that you can find to be grateful for because I try not to look back on that time now with sadness. I try and look back on that time of hope and, and, and being grateful to the things that I could do because I couldn't stop the inevitable, but I could do everything I could to make things good for mum. And that's all I could do. And that is the same here. So I didn't really mean to go there. Um, <laughs> I really didn't. I, I, I genuinely didn't. I want to leave this just with, you know, a message of Merry Christmas and let's let's try and lighten the mood. This, uh, well, now it's not going to work probably. Here we go. Do, 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 do. If you're listening on the podcast, that is my uh, my silly Christmas jumper now playing a tune of the, uh, <laughs> of the Empire's Death Mark. Anyway, so, <laughs> all I want to say is whatever you are doing, this Christmas and over the holiday period, make sure you enjoy it. And until next time, Merry Christmas and happy fishing. So there we go. That's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got some great ideas and, and found it really valuable. And you've got some things that you can now go off and do in your own business to help grow your business and attract and catch more clients. And if you have found it valuable and you can think of just one other person that may find some of these ideas helpful and, and, and help them grow their business, please share it with them because they'll thank you for it. So also don't forget to grab a copy of my book, Conversational Relationship Marketing from the podcast gift page at thinklikeafish.co.uk forward slash podcast gift. And all that's really left with me to say is thank you ever so much for listening today. I know there's a lot of podcasts out there you could be listening to. You've chosen this one. And for that, I am truly, truly grateful. If you're a first time listener or a, or a long time listener and you haven't yet subscribed to the show, please make sure that you do because you'll get updated of the latest episodes every time they come out. And if, again, you are enjoying it, I'd really, really appreciate a honest rating review on Apple Podcasts. I read every single one personally, and they do really mean the world to me. And yes, they help others find the show. If you're able to do that, again, I massively, massively appreciate it. But until next time, happy fishing.